Welcome to Fly on the Wall Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Songson, CEO and founder of Church Boom. Here you get to sit in on a live coaching session as I coach pastors through the ministry challenges we all face. If you find this podcast helpful, please make sure to like, subscribe, and share. Hey, thanks so much for joining us today. So excited to have my buddy Louie on the call from Southern California. And we're talking about how do you conduct staff evaluations? At the end of the year or whenever you do it, how do you conduct staff evaluations so that you can review the year in the past and set them up for a win in the future? I think it's such a healthy conversation. Let's jump into it. How can I serve you? What's on your mind? Hey, so yeah, you know, being the end of the year, just uh, trying to plan out the new year and just to get some advice on uh, calendar planning and uh, vision casting and theming out the year and how to how to really stay on target. You know, I, I feel like a lot of times we start out great and then somewhere along the the line there that fizzles out and and gets yeah. forgotten. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, one of the things, Louis, I I think is important um, when. When, when you're looking at a new year and you're looking at a new season, I was just talking with someone I think on the East Coast. I think they're from New York, if I remember right, just recently. They were talking about the same thing. Yeah. And what we often do is we, we try to come up with a slogan. It's a year of increase. And I'm not against that or yeah. anything like that. But I think, I think that from a financial standpoint, an emotional standpoint, a vision standpoint um, – I think it's really awesome to be able to say, man, what are the three or four or five things that we're going to do this year that are over and above the normal? Like, hey, yeah, we're going to, of course, do services. We want to see people come to Christ. We want to see people get baptized. We want people to get involved in serving in small groups or whatever it is that we're doing. But, man, this year we would, we would like to partner with company or organization X, and we want to help feed 5,000 people in our community this year. Yeah. And then this year, you know what, man, we want to do is we want to be able to help like this or do that or do something for parents or do something for families. I think it's important in vision casting to be to be very, very clear. And vision casting is more about milestones and more about initiatives that I think people get excited about. You know, building a building, raising money, that's clear. You got to raise this money. You got to build this building. You got to do that. That's pretty clear. But sometimes we go into a new year and we're just going to believe God for, you know, our church runs 300. We want to be 500 by the end of the year and we want to do this and we want to do that. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I think that in absence of clarity, people arrive to their own conclusion. And so to be really, really clear on like, okay, what is it that we are, what is it that we're trying to accomplish yeah. What is the initiative this year? What's the thing that people could get behind? Because here's the other thing that's really powerful, Louie, is if you take, like I was helping this person on the East Coast, they've got certain things they want to do uh, for families in the community. And then they got some things they want to do for teenagers that they want to partner with this organization. So they came up with like four or five initiatives. Their church ain't that big. It's less than 200 people, probably less than 150 people. And I said, okay, come up with four or five initiatives. And then say, man, folks, this is what we want to do. Make it real clear. Put it into a nice presentation. This is what we want to do. And this is what we think overall it's going to cost. Man, if you if you want to give over and above in a missions line item or kingdom builder or whatever you want to call it, if you want to give X amount of dollars over and above, man, that would be awesome. And now all of a sudden people are giving and you're able to report all year long yeah. on what it is you're trying to accomplish. And that's the thing that I think is 
people get excited about like, man, I want to, I want to get people excited this year. I want to cast vision. I'm like, uh, my question always is, well, what are you doing? Yeah. What do you really want to do? More yeah. of the same? We want to see more people come to Christ. Great. That's awesome. Yeah. But yeah. Tell me specifically what you're trying to do. What is it that you're trying to do that you've never done before? And that would get people excited to want to serve and give. That's and good. that's where I think yeah. that you have to really lay out those things. And if you can lay out those things, this is what's going to do. Man, if, if this year, if you can give a little bit over and above your normal offering in a line item, man, that's going to help us accomplish these things. If you can serve just a little bit more, man, we're going to be able to do these four major things, these six major things throughout this year. Yeah. And you can keep that's them lo- local or you can keep them national, whatever you want to do. But um, I always say, especially in Kingdom Builders, local, global, and or local, national, global. But if you're able to keep it local, man, um, find those initiatives, partnerships, things you're wanting to do. It doesn't just have to be feeding people. No, I think it's a great thing, but it could be, yeah. man, we want to do something for parents. We want to do something for kids. We want to, yeah. man, we want to help 100 men this year get off drugs. And this is how yeah. we're going to do it. Yeah. And now all of a sudden it's like, okay, this is what we're going after. And now you're reporting that every week. Every Sunday, you're giving a verbal report every Sunday, and you're giving a video, if possible, a video or a strong three- to five-minute report. Do a, do a quick little 30-second report at the offering, but once a month, you're giving a bigger report of where we're at in our initiatives for the year. Yeah, Man, people great. get excited over that stuff. Yeah, they, yeah, for sure. It, it really works. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. That's, that's, that's yeah. some great advice for sure. Yeah, yeah and absolutely. I think even uh, this generation is really, really um, – they're they're project driven. They want to see things uh, tangible, things happening with what they're they're uh, sowing into and and uh, and investing in for sure. Uh, yeah. I, are you ready for my next question? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm here for you, so, man. You know, being being end of year, how how do we do um, effective year end uh, <clears throat> evaluations for staff? You know, effective year end eva- evaluation. Ah, I like man, to do check in, you know, spiritual check in and all that. But how do we Again, I guess it goes along with the first question is like, how do we set them on the right track yep. uh, get that train rolling, you know? That's great. Um, well, one, um, staff evaluations, there's so much out there. I mean, if you were to Google staff evaluation form or staff evaluation template, uh, man, you'll find a million things out there. And you can kind of create your own and kind of figure out maybe, you know, the top 10 things you want to ask or evaluate or whatever. Uh, I can just tell you from experience the things that I want to make sure that, like if I was going to do a search on it and try to come up with a top 10 thing, create a little form that I could sit in front of someone and do evaluation. I know there's a few things that I would want to make sure that was on there. I want to be, I want to make sure that there's a point of celebration. Okay. Because you can't just be evaluate the negative. Yes. So we got to look and say, man, let, here's the three or four things, you know, children's pastor, worship director, pastor, whatever. Here's the top three or four things that I've seen this last year that I think has been really great. I've seen you do this. I've seen you do this. I've seen you done this. This is what you accomplished. That's been amazing. Um, Okay. That's one thing. Um, I want to make sure that I'm able to praise them for the past. Second thing is I also want to give them a moment where they evaluate themselves. Is that somehow in the middle of it? Again, I'm not giving you one, two, three, four, five, you know, yeah. Google it, man. You'll, you'll have more in 15 minutes. You'll have more and more stuff. Yeah. You know what to do with it. It doesn't take long, but I love 
making sure that I'm pointing out the top four things, three things, whatever, three, four, five things. Secondly is I love when they're able to evaluate themselves. How do you think this year's went for you? What have you liked about it? What did you wish you would have did better? Where, where, where do you wish you would have leaned in a little bit more? Um, you know, where do you think you came up a little bit short? Where do you think you did extra, extra good, extra well in an area? Yeah. Whatever, however you want to phrase that. Allow them to evaluate themselves. Then, now let's, let's move forward. Let's look at the year and let's talk about objectives for the year. Um, and, I, and I would look at, if it was me, I would be looking at personal development and ministry development. Let's talk about you personally. Let's talk about a few things that are going to make you a better leader 12 months from now. Yeah. What can we do? What's the objective? So um, we're evaluating the past, okay? We're celebrating a few things. We're letting them speak into it. Then we get to speak in it. It's nice if they speak into it, especially if you have four things that are negative that you want to talk to them about, and they bring <laughs> yeah. up the four things. Yeah. Then it's perfect. like, Hey, I'm not, yeah. I'm not getting on you. You're the one that brought it up. You know, it's kind of a, uh, but you're able to evaluate and say, yeah, I would have loved to have seen this. I feel like there's been some falling short here. I feel like we haven't followed through here. Okay. We deal with the last year, the last 12 months, let them speak into it. And then you kind of add to that. Yeah. Now we're going to look to the future because I think staff evaluations also needs to look to the future. How do we make this year better than the last year? And then we look yeah. at two categories, personal and ministry development. What personally do you need to do? Well, let's talk about that. What do you think needs to happen? Again, have them, people support, Louie, whatever they create. Yeah. So if they feel like they're creating, okay, personally over the next year, I need to do better personally. I've got to grow. I've got to read a book. i got to get a coach. i got to get some help. Whatever it is they want to do. So now there's three or four things. Okay, great. That's great. Uh, We talked about the personal. Now we got that clear. You guys together come up with personal objectives for the year. Then together, now let's talk about your ministry. Yeah. Where do you think 12 months from now we need to be? They're probably going to go to numbers. Everybody always does. Uh, but you want to go to just more than that. You want to talk about, well, how many leaders do we need to raise up? What systems yeah. do we need to put in place? What needs to change about the spirit and culture of your department? How do you think we could change that? Like come yeah. up with, not 100, but come up with three to five things like, this is what we're going to do, and this is how we're going to lay it out. Now, if you're going to lay out the future, Louis, of the next 12 months, you're going to need to have a regular time, if that's once every two weeks, once every four weeks, a quick phone call with them, where you're reviewing those objectives for the year. Otherwise, they won't even remember what objectives they put down a week from now. Right. <laughs> you got to keep them on track for the future. So you're evaluating the past together, and you're looking to personal and ministry development for the future together. Allow them to play a role in that evaluation yeah. as well. Yeah, that's that's great. That's great advice. Uh, uh, one thing that yeah. came to my mind was uh, uh, one of our former, former pastors used to say, we lather them before we shave them. <laughs> you know, so it's like that <laughs> celebration. And then the, I then like the that. Shaving. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard yeah. it put that way before. I've heard it put a lot of ways, but never lather and shave. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. I like yeah. that. That's um, good. But I guess my, my third question is, uh, yeah. is is a little bit more pastoral, I guess. Uh, um, okay. Uh, which I guess staff evaluations and vision casting is pastoral as well. But uh, just yeah. dealing with, I, I had um, 
uh, a couple of families in the church just recently, right before the holidays that we lost one person, lost a mom, another one lost a dad, another one lost a husband. So how do you, um, how do you make this season, uh, happy in the middle of, uh, of, of, you know, people going through what they're going through. And, and, um, I think I came up with a couple answers, but I just wanted to see what your input was on, uh, you know, we we're celebrating, but then there's people in the audience that, uh, that are, 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 are feeling the pain of it as well. So just really yeah. navigating that, uh, yeah. that, that season. Yeah. Yeah, I got difficult. you, Chris. <laughs> well, I've been, I've, I, I'm going back to a time years ago where, man, there was a, a family that was really going through it. Um, yeah. And here I am standing up in front of several hundred people in a service. I'm looking over there and there they are. Uh, but yet on the other hand, you know, the rest of the people, I don't know what they're, I'm sure they're all going through different things. Um, but I'm trying to lead them towards something great. And they're just yeah. trying to make it through this week, right? You know? And and sometimes balancing that out is important. I think you, uh, I I don't think there's anything wrong with publicly saying, "Hey, there's a few families going through something. Let's take a moment to pray." Yeah. Uh, or hey, there's a you know whatever. If it's more public, hey, we all know the Ramirez family has gone through some struggles and they lost yeah. a loved one or whatever. Uh, and you're able to pray for them. You're able to say something. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. So please understand, I think publicly that is a good thing to do sometimes, but by yeah. and large, you want to over affirm. And then maybe that's the wrong word, but you want to affirm privately and you want to lead publicly. And what I mean by that is, um, I don't think there's anything wrong stopping in the service and pointing out a family as long as it's okay with them and praying for yeah. them and all that. But not put that aside for a moment and understand that that's good to do at times, uh, of course, but overall, you know, you gotta like that family needs to sit there and know that pastor loves me. That pastor cares yeah. for me. They prayed for me. This team has prayed for me. Um, but I also have a responsibility to lead this congregation forward who isn't going through that. Yeah. You know, yeah. when you, when yeah. it's a, when you lose a loved one, it's, Oh, it's the yeah. worst. But then right. when a close friend of yours loses a loved one, it's not as bad to you personally, but it's still bad. Yeah. Right. Now, if you're, if you're in a church of 2,000 and you hear about someone that lost a loved one and you don't know who they are, you're like, oh, man, that's too bad. But, that, oh, that's too bad doesn't last that long. Because right. the farther you are away from it, the less it's more impactful or painful to your own life. That's just reality. I don't mean to be you know, mean, but that's just reality. Yeah. So I think that, man... There's times where you want to do it in the service, but overall, privately, they need to know that you're with them. Publicly, you still need to lead the church forward with right. wisdom and vision and excitement and uh, ministering to them. You know, and I, I think that's I think you have to know that when I'm over here, I gotta. I, this is what I have to do, but yeah. when I'm over here, this is what I have to do. Right. I got a hundred other people in the room that need me to preach this message and lead them towards some good victory in their life and good victory yeah. as a church and, and right. celebrate great things. There's nothing wrong with any of that. Yeah. As long as I know on the back end, I'm having those uh, more intimate times individually with people so I can minister to them. Yeah. Um, That's great. But if you don't have the, if there's not that, if there's not that care going on, 
they're gonna they're gonna feel it even worse in a public setting. Yeah. Because they're yeah. gonna feel like no one even cares. You're right. Yeah. But yeah. as long as they're getting loved on behind, you know, kind of off to the side, then publicly you still have a responsibility to a congregation that's looking to you to uh, you know, it's like Celebrate. having a hundred yeah. sheep and yeah. one of the sheep yeah. breaks their leg. You got to care for those sheep that broke their leg, but y'all still got 99 more sheep that need to move on to the next pasture. Right, <laughs> you know, right. so you kind of yeah. have to do yeah. both at the same time, but maybe not at the, you have to do both at the same season, but not at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. The That's same great. season, but not at yeah. the same time. But yeah. man, I know what that feels like. That, that can be rough. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. is. And, um, yeah, no, I, I, uh, I appreciate that for sure. That's some great advice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anything else on your mind today, man? Uh, no, that's about that's about all I had for you. That, today. All right. No, <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That's you, good. Chris. Man. Thank you so much. No. Man. thank you for for yeah. uh, for all you do. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And man, anything I can do to serve you or help you, let you know. And uh, but thanks for being on the podcast today, man. I really do appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Chris. Okay. Thanks, buddy. Thank you for tuning in to the Fly on the Wall podcast. We hope today's episode provided you with some practical steps to lead your church to the next level. If you found this episode helpful, take a moment to leave us a review and share it with others. Remember, when the pastor grows, the church grows, and we grow pastors. We love you. We're your raving fans, and we are cheering you on. See you next week.